0: Keys for from your guitar. I'm joined today by Dave Mustaine, Megadeth, metal icon, guitar designer, wine connoisseur, yeah, everything.
1: A little bit. You're of a Renaissance man. I like that.
0: Dave, thank you so much for talking to us about uh, your gear. And it's an exciting an announcement. Or I guess we're, we're one of the first companies that gets to talk to you about your Gibson collaboration. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about. Uh, I know that you're using all Gibsons on stage right now. You got a few of the production ones, and you got a few of the custom shop ones, but let's start right. with your production one that people can go out and get.
1: These two. These two, yeah. two Chris. Uh, by the way, thanks guys for being here. I'm excited to be with you and show you my stuff. This is our brilliant silver version of the signature Flying V AXP. And they call it AXP because the Explorer had stock. It's nothing like expert model or experience or anything. <laughs> but it's the normal Gibson Flying V body with something that I did was I used 24 frets on the guitar. It's the first time Gibson's ever done a 24 fret guitar and I also have the strings all six in a row. Three to a side, you know, for me reaching up and tuning uh, if I get a little bit uh, wired and I'm in one of those performance moments where you don't have a lot of time, I don't want to be tuning on the opposite side and not know where the tuner is or be turning one direction yeah. and then turning the other direction. So I kind of tried to keep it simple for myself and just keep it in a row. And I found it; it makes a, a, a much more slender and a better looking headstock for me. So the other thing is we put in the... Uh, standard Dave layout of the electronics. I use my palm of my hand on my bridge a lot so it stands to reason I would want that volume knob to be as close as I could possibly get to it. A lot of times I'll play and I'll anchor my little finger on this sometimes if I'm jumping strings. Yeah. And the next knob in succession obviously is for the next volume for the bridge pickup and pickup selector, tone knob. These are the uh, passive Seymour Duncan, Dave Mustaine pickups. They're factored off of the JBJ pickups. Okay. Uh, They're really similar to that, except we've put a little bit more oomph to it, a little bit more high end, a little bit more output to it. uh, saw these without the covers on them the other day. It's a really awesome-looking pickup uh, because of the color of the winding underneath oh. that. I don't know where we're at with that getting into you, the consumer's hands, but knowing that the new Gibson comes with these pickups, this is exactly the guitar that I play every night. Um, I'll show you the other production model and then I'll show you the ones that I play so you can see that we're would be And I think the other thing you did too it.
0: was didn't you move that? You requested the jack not be top mounted, It's you got it up
1: top. Right. Yep. Uh, along with uh, moving the, the input selector here, uh, or the input jack, um, I got rid of the oh. the pick guard yeah. that was on the front. Pick guard had a big cavern here where the electronics would be mounted and you would plug into the guitar on the front here. And that Cavern, for lack of a better word, gave the guitar to me an undesirable sound. I think the more meat up there, the, the stronger the guitar sounds, it sustains better. It doesn't, doesn't hum. It gives you that sound that you want when it sustains of just unbridled, pure aggression. And uh, same details as the other guitar. These are, uh, th- these are instruments, you can pick these up at a guitar store anywhere and it'll be the same thing. I can go into a guitar store and pick it up, and it'll be the same when I'm playing because the, that's how the Gibson custom shop works and how the production models all are there. Every single one is, uh, the, is so close because everyone has to sign off on this. And and here's here's where it starts to get really great for me is... Um,
0: Not only do you have gips and stuff, but you also have some custom trees.
1: I, I do. This is, uh, this is the one that I play every night, and, and we had them custom distress this. So oh, wow. if you look the uh, bridge, the pickups, the uh, chevron there, the tuners on the headstock, the backs of them and um, even the grommets have all been distressed so the guitar looks much older than it really is. and. Um,
0: but the paint job's clean. and Like, there's no relicing actually to the guitar itself. It's just the hardware.
1: Nah, I don't think. Or, I, yeah. I don't think that's that's necessary um, for me because I use them so much. <laughs> it's gonna you'll just. You'll do it yourself. Yeah, it, it'll get put into that position. You know, <laughs> uh, guitar rash is is something that um, unfortunately had me modify my. Uh, Clothes that I wear on stage. I used to like wearing a machine gun bullet belt, but it just Scra- yeah. it just ate the heck out of the backs of the guitars. But this is the one that I play the most on stage. You'll see tonight.
0: And while you get out the next one, what have you always liked about the V shape versus you know Les Paul or any other type
1: of guitar shape? I'll show you. Okay. That's it right there. The rock stance. Because when you're doing that solo and you're leaning over. There's no better position because if you have a less Paul and you go over like this, what happens? It kind of slides, slides behind, off to yep. the side. I, I love the Explorer, but when you go to do a solo, it goes around your hip, and you can even see I've got my Explorers here in in, oh. um, in my rack, um, which is a story for another day. But, yeah. Um, yeah, this, this is kind of, it's, it's got the uh, attention to detail for uh, the guitar connoisseur who really likes the beautiful guitars that Gibson makes. It's not so much the weaponry, this is more of an exotic build. The gold hardware and everything and the flame and then all of the uh, binding, super high-end it's binding. Heart. It's a beautiful guitar and they they all play remarkable because it has that that Dave neck on the back of it. Um, these had a, a very C-shaped neck. It was very, uh, uh, the the convex of it, it was really large, like cutting a stick in half. Um, these have a much more tapered uh, contour to them, so it's a lot thinner. And people who are Gibson Flying V owners or players, um, have commented on on that right away is how much different the neck feels and how much easier it is to play this guitar so uh, the truth is uh, in the stores and and um, with the dealers out in in the world because they can't keep these guitars in the stores they uh, put them into the production run at gibson they make the amount of guitars that they're going to make, they go to the people they're supposed to go to, and they're gone that fast. There, there's not a bunch of inventory sitting around. They do have some stuff in the custom shop that they just finished, but that's because they just finished the run. It, it, it's, it's a guitar player's guitar company, yeah. it, re- it really, really is, you know. For me, having been around the block um, and playing with the different guitar companies that I have, uh, I've played with really good guitar companies, but uh, I've always wanted to be with Gibson ever since I saw the first Kiss album, and it said, Kiss uses Gibson because they want the very best. And I figured, well, what the fuck? Don't I want the best, too? <laughs> and I, and I, uh, I went over to uh, um, Gibson uh, for a brief moment after I left Jackson, and they sent out this one guitar. And um, as soon as uh, I opened up the case, I hit one string, and the me went, bang, popped off the guitar. And I called the guy up, and I said, You didn't set this guitar because we don't set it up for any of the artists. And I thought, well, that's great because I barely know how to tune and and you just lost an endorser. So I mailed him back the guitar and I went to a different guitar company for a while. And I'm glad I did because the Gibson of today is not the Gibson that was around just a a, a, a short while ago. Um, You know, uh, this company has, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, to repeat what you said, a renaissance there and they love the guitar.
0: I know one guy that's a big proponent of that and an ambassador of the heavy music and the artist he's bringing in is Caesar. Yes. Caesar is yes. A great Yes,
1: my guy. Yeah, he's I love he's him.
0: brought in Adam Jones, Jerry Cantrell, yourself. Mm. Now I'm curious, did you approach Gibson after seeing the sea change or did they approach you to come be an artist?
1: I think it um, or was it a mutual thing? I I don't I don't really know exactly you know what took place the day of those first First uh, communications. Uh, it's, it's been great to be there. Um, the most important thing is their love for the guitar.
0: Now, were you able to design it as, as much as you wanted in terms of, or did they say, hey, this is the Gibson Flying V, we, we can't change this, we can't change that? Or I,
1: I have to... Um, was be, it carte blanche? I think they would have let me do whatever I wanted to, but I'm pretty smart guy when it comes down to when you work with smart people, let them do their job, you know? And I, I mentioned several things to him. Well, you guys are the professional guitar builders. What kind of wood would you use in this situation here? What would you do about this situation there? And mm. and really use it as a brain trust for me to, to find out for people who make guitars for a living, you know, playing them and making them are two different things, Yeah. You know? Um, so it was really important for me to run a lot of ideas past several people there. Uh, Jim is another one, uh, JC, of course, uh, um, Tom with the Pro Shop. Um, he actually did the artwork on my mailbox on my house. Yeah, <laughs> That's rad. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. So, yeah.
0: Well, that's a good partnership, and uh, Dave, we really appreciate it. We're going to talk to Brian sure. about the rest of your gear. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah,
1: no problem. Thank, thank you, you so much. Sorry I'm so distracted, but it's a home gig, and everything's going crazy. And, yeah, and, so uh, we
0: appreciate you carving out 15 minutes to talk here with us.
1: Yeah, no problem. Anytime.
0: Cool. All right, we're joined now by Dave's Tech Brian. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, man, of course. Let's go through the rest of the guitars. I know people are dying to see the rest of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, man.
2: So what, what, what did he uh, stop off with here? He stopped um, off? Yeah, I kind of talked about that one briefly. Yeah, so this is one of his prototypes for the custom shop models right here. This is uh, a nice little flame maple top, all mahogany bodies and um, um, ebony fretboards on that. So loaded with, uh, of course, his, his thrash factor pickups.
0: And I asked him, it's and then you said off-camera that although these guitars have thrash factors strictly, for the live stuff the live wires are also an option too yeah
2: live wires are, but, are an option you but know. the reason
0: why you guys aren't using them on a tour honestly
2: live we've noticed that we, we get a better sound with the passive pickups live so at least for for our you know yeah. aspect of everything so. and then
0: you said also that you guys clearly use it in the studio though. we'll still use imagine. the live wires in
2: the studios a lot for solos and everything okay. like that Yeah, cool so. well,
0: let's keep seeing some more, yeah. more guitar beauties so.
2: here's another custom shop prototype we've got the Classic Gibson VOS, a little bit of aging on there, you know. It's beautiful. Real nice.
0: One thing I didn't mention to Dave when he was going through is I I, I like the inlays. I don't know how you would describe that, but those inlays are cool. Uh, So
2: he he calls them shark tooth inlays, you know. Um, This was a a little prototype for the the USA models that they didn't end up going with, but uh, it's a little black sparkle action. Uh, again, that was his shark tooth inlays you we were talking about, so I don't know why they didn't go with that one. I actually was a pretty big fan of that. It's real subtle, but it is, it's a yeah, cool look. subtle sparkle. And what about uh, this
0: gray one here I see that oh, we haven't yeah. seen yet? Yeah, that
2: one It's one of his main uh, okay. production models with the silver, so.
0: And what's the story about these two Explorers he has in the back? Are these prototypes or are these just? No,
2: man, he just wanted to play to an Explorer explore on a few songs. <laughs> um, you know, he typically likes to play the play Explorer on, on songs, obviously, that he doesn't need access to the 24 frets. Uh, so a lot will play it on Trust or a Tulemon, Okay. you know, some slower stuff, you know? So these are actually really cool. These were some prototypes for Seymour Duncan, uh, the double cream thrash factors. Yeah, so, those not
0: available? No.
2: Oh. <laughs> Yeah. You can thank DiMarzio for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, just nice. Took that right out of the Edge collection. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a beauty. We might play a little, little faster than... Yeah.
0: <laughs> than, but... Well, cool. And I think, like you said off camera, that this might be kind of breaking uh, news in a, in a way as the internet... Kind
2: of, yeah, I mean, uh, enough people have, have seen some posts now, but we, we have switched over to the the neural quad cortex. Um, I know Kiko had been running them for a while, I
0: saw in like the rehearsal videos he put up there that he was running those.
2: He was he was kind of the guinea pig last tour okay. uh, to, to test them out on the road and he didn't have any issues with them, we were really happy with the sound and, and uh, so we decided to give him a go on this run. We've been really happy with it uh, really streamlines everything as you can see down to just a single Single wide rack. And so you
0: have two of them, but are, is one a backup, or how's it? How are you routing a, it's it? It's
2: just a total backup. I've okay. got two two rigs in one box here, essentially. You know, just with one flip of a switch, I'm onto the backup rig. Should anything go wrong, okay. you know. Um, but yeah, you know, we just go right right from the guitar into the uh, the Sure Accent there, onto our JX44 switcher, that then takes us to the uh, the Neurals, and that's where all of our effects and sounds and everything come from. On to the Seymour Duncan uh, Power Stage 700s, okay. and then from there they'll go on stage to our, our Marshall cabs, and he's using you know his uh, his signature Dave Mustaine Marshall cabs. Do you know what those are loaded with? Yeah, they're the so uh, uh, it's uh the Dave Mustaine Celestians, actually the oh, okay. G12. I didn't know v- he had a They're old, or- oh, they don't make them anymore. Um, oh. Yeah, but they're uh, G12 V30s. Um, so and
0: then with this setup, is it kind of pre-programmed or are you making the changes for him, or how's that, how are these running?
2: Yeah, as of now, they're all pre-programmed. Okay. Yeah, uh, which is nice and makes everything convenient, you know. We definitely spent some time getting all that programmed before this run, but uh, now it's, you know, it's kind of on autopilot in for, a way. And for the tone geeks out there, maybe could you explain maybe uh, like what amps are being modeled
0: or which ones are being sampled, you know, like so people can kind of get a,
2: jumping off point you know primarily uh for for his main tone we're just uh using a a jcm 800 okay yeah so still in the marshall family still in the marshall family always going to stay in the marshall family for pretty much everything you know on the clean tones i've got a few different amps in there a little fender twin rolling jazz chorus so but yeah for the for the rhythm we're always going to be in the marshall family and
0: i should have asked this before when dave was here but uh i forgot you know some Rain fart is uh, strings. What strings is he running on his guitar?
2: Still the clear tones. Okay. Um, yep. Clear tone signature set right there. Live, we use 10 to 52s. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. That's it. Brian, thank you so much. Absolutely. We're
0: going to talk to Kiko about his rig. Sounds good. Hey everyone, we're on the other side of the stage with Kiko now. Kiko, how are you doing? Great. Thank you for joining us, man. I appreciate you. Doing great, and uh, yeah,
3: let's do this. Let's yeah? do this.
0: If you haven't checked out his channel, check it out. He's got a lot of great content, a lot of behind the scenes, mega Megadeth yes, stuff.
3: Yes, yes, yes. So
0: stay tuned to his after you yes. watch Premier Guitar. Of
3: course. Kiko, yeah.
0: let's start with your Ibanez signature.
3: All right, so- um, I know you
0: got a new one in here.
3: Yeah, well- Keaton said. Let me show this, uh, that's a uh, Kiko 200. Okay. Right and uh yeah so uh, what do you tell want us to know a, about
0: it? tell yeah. us everything about it because maybe some people so, aren't af- uh, yes, the, familiar the, with the R- specs R-
3: okay so rg8 uh, shape there's the wing and neck i'm horrible describing woods and hardware of yeah the, i'm about the music and the harmony melodies yeah stuff, well that's but, what matters know, right yeah but let, let me see if i'm yeah i can do this you know but uh, signature pickups right yeah D pickups um yeah, scalloped frets here, All right, which is something that I like, you know, and uh, yeah, my logo here, and uh, it's, it feels great, the guitar is great and super stable, I, you know, play. sometimes I play like many songs, you know. Now I'm using four guitars, so I play like three or four songs per guitar, so. What about the neck
0: profile? I know that Keaton was saying it's a little different than the wizard neck, is it? Is it? Yeah,
3: it was like a, a long research to find this, the balance between the wizard with like the, you know, the jam neck, like very thin, or like the Joe Satriani, more classic, more round, kind of that. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, something in between, I would say. And uh, yeah, so the clean, like the, of course, the, for metal is great, but also if you want to play fusion and uh, the clean tone of this guitar is amazing. So, and you can hear, I recorded most of the solos of my uh, solo album open source and all the clean tones with this guitar here oh, all right. and I took teles and strats to the studio yeah. But in the end I, I felt that this guitar had the best clean Tone because it sound more modern somehow, no. you know, but uh, yeah
0: Do you use the clean tone in the bridge or the neck pickup or so even the, the middle the, I guess the,
3: the fourth position? Okay, here. yeah, okay. Yeah the first poti- position here. Yeah, and
0: then Maybe tell people real quick that aren't familiar with your, your pickups, what are they based on? Like are, are they,
3: you know... they based on the, the... Super distortion or is the it... The PAF. Uh, okay, also yeah, oh, yeah, lower yeah, output. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Exactly, yeah. So that's why uh, then I can put a bit more gain on the, on the quad cortex. Okay. And so the guitar is really well, you know, it's, it works for fusion, as I said, because I like to play different kinds of music. It's responsive well. to what you're putting into it. Exactly, exactly, it. yes. Before so, we move on, uh, yeah. what strings are you using? I use the Darius uh, normally, when standard tuning 1046 okay. the N NYXL 1046 for Megadeth 1052s, uh, okay. you know because you use this standard as D-standard. you can see here. Yep, yep, <laughs> right, and uh, yeah, so yeah, 1052s and NYXL. Okay, tutorial. Great. What else All we right, got in so your guitar so boat? This is like <clears throat> we call Ooh. the Kiko 100. So it's the S shape, but it's a thicker. A bit more like a Super Strat kind okay. of guitar, right? Uh, same pickups. The configuration's basically the same. Uh, the hardware, uh, you see the scallop yeah. uh, frets here and uh, neck here. And uh, yeah, beautiful guitar. Different wood here. So uh, it's, a, it's a maple. Uh, uh, um, but this one was uh, made in L.A. custom shop. But it's oh, basically wow. the one uh, Kiko 100. Um, and, was the previous, my previous signature model. It was the first was the Kiko 100, then we brought this Kiko 200.
0: What did you change from the 100 to the 200? It's basically,
3: the, actually, the, same the wood, okay. you know, the, the neck. Okay. Uh, I mean, if you can see it, right? Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and the shape, right? This is like based on the ass shape, mm. and this is like the RGA shape. You know, it's like a more pointy, you know, right? A bit more, metal, more yeah, metal. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of a, if you like a, Oh, this is,
0: yeah, it's a heavy. Yeah, of course, it has to be heavy. It's a substantial, yeah, (laughs) it's substantial. It is
3: is a heavy guitar in a way, you know, but. Yeah. You know?
0: Got Uh, another one in there, another Ibanez? Yeah,
3: so this one, it was kind of my, I used to have a, um, I mean, I still have it, but uh, I don't have it here. Like the Kiko 100 Red, I have this 100 trans black. Uh So Ibanez just made um, the, the Kiko 100, this is like La Custom shop. It's kind of a mix of the the green guitar, the 200 neck, as you can see. All right. Right, the Wenge neck with the body of the 100, with the body shape of this black one. So it's a okay. kind of a combination. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So, uh, yeah. That's a, good stuff. That's a good guitar. <laughs> nice. No, I love playing those guitars. I mean, it just feels feels great, and then you know, for for it's really. For me, it has to be when you play live, two guitars. You know, intonation is like a key thing. Yeah. You know, because uh, different players will probably, you know, uh, squeeze the neck in a different ways. Yeah. So intonation is a key thing, and uh, because of the the, the whammy bar here, you need to have great guitars, mm. great wood, very stable. So I would say the, those guitars are amazing in this regard, and also the the diary strings are like so reliable. We don't have any problem. I think I don't know how many concerts I did with Megadeth, but throughout the seven years, I don't know over 500. Yeah, and I, I broke one string wow. that I remember. You Jeez. know, one one string. So it's like super reliable. And I'm using it for a few songs. Last boy, last boy, have two here. Ooh. Wow. Well, same guitar, different colors, right? Uh, now, do you miss the two frets, the
0: two extra frets
3: that you don't have on the so scale Well, I have to. It depends on the song. Some songs are not possible to play. So I, I'm playing "Peace cells uh, "Trust." Some songs I, I, know I can because the solos, you know, go don't get up that high. Don't get yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, like "Holy Wars" would be impossible. Yeah. Because it has a, a band on the 24th fret, so not possible. So uh, yeah, amazing guitars. So that's the modern. As the modern series, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh, people always say it's like the last part is heavy, but it's I don't, I don't think so. If you compare, tell me which one.
0: I think it might actually be the Ivan.
3: Huh? <laughs> 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 didn't see that coming. Yeah. What do you.? Um, you know, that's why I have to go to the gym every day. Yeah. Do some deadlifts. So. Now, what, <laughs> anyways. What's, what's been your experience with the Les Paul song? I mean, far? it's you, amazing. It? Just a, uh, it's, it's the feeling of having, you know, playing a Les Paul. You know, you just feel like. <laughs> feel good. Yeah. You know? And I uh, feel like a rock star. Uh, I mean, you are and, a rock star. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, the, the feeling of the guitar and the sound, the tone. Uh, it's just fun, you know, changing the pickups up here. Yeah. You know, it's just the, the, the whole thing, the Les Paul thing, I would say, you know. And then uh, those pickups, the Jim DeCola pickups are, are amazing, you know, so, yeah.
0: Jim's a great guy and he's an awesome skateboarder for anyone that
3: needs to know that oh, really? fact. I yeah, he skateboarders. We okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So the other one is the same in different colors. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what else, that's it, and, and, and then it you have a- And 10,
0: 10 through 52s on the Les Pauls too? Same strings, okay. same strings, yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I have this Yamaha. Oh. Now, what songs this get brought out on? So this is the uh, Conqueror's die oh. intro. Yeah. So uh, this kind of thing. And uh, yeah. So beautiful. You need to have that. <laughs> yeah. Because I come to the uh, on stage. It's completely dark. So I turn the volume volume up. And uh, I know this is doesn't look very professional but sometimes you need need help yeah i need some help because you have the lights and then you have to switch it's kind of hard to switch from electric guitar you know head banging and doing the whole thing and then you go to an acoustic instrument and then you have to start and the feeling is is so different you know the way it feels yeah so have to you know take like a few seconds of, you know focus you know and uh, when you're
0: done with the yamaha do you throw it to keaton do you throw
3: it off stage? <laughs> no, no. No, maybe, no. Maybe tonight you will. Yeah, maybe a good idea. We use those things here. I don't even know the name. The, oh, yeah, this, the strap uh, the, locks. The strap thing there, right? Do you know the name of oh, this? No. The brand? The stand. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, so like you a, played on the stand? Yeah, on the stand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like
0: Inkvig.
3: Yeah, like yeah. Inkvig. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm a big fan of Inkvig. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's better than seating and playing like yeah. a flamenco style, right? So, um, like a Paco, Paco de Lucia. Oh, yeah, that's the it's
2: the embrace.
0: Right. That
3: thing here. So basically, yeah.
0: So you got your signature Ibanez picks?
3: So, yeah, the thing is, like, when I finish I just I have... I, Go right back I to the, the That's why the picks has they have to be here. And okay. uh, I think it happened once that I dropped the pick. It's like well, it's horrible because then what? You now know? what? Now what? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: So yeah. So um. And I think the last piece of the puzzle, Kiko, and you had let this out of the bag on your YouTube channel during rehearsals, is that yes. you switched before Dave did. Uh, uh, and Brian was saying that you kind of were the, you, you were kind of helped Dave switch over based on how well the you quad, enjoyed it.
3: Quad Cortex. Yeah. So uh, okay. So. This product, Part Cortex, came during the pandemic, so nobody was playing live. So yeah. I think it was, I was one of the first, maybe the first guy playing live with Part Cortex. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I'm connected to the company, you know, the NeuroDSP. I love their products. And uh, so I tried, I brought two, and then uh, Kitten helped, you know, we'd set up the, uh, the, trans- the transition, right? And uh, because it's all programmed, yeah. the patches, the patch changes, and I was working great. And then Dave was like, what is this? And I was like, well, I'm sorry to tell you, but this is way better <laughs> than your stuff. And then Dave doesn't like to hear, when well, yeah. <laughs> somebody has something better than me. But the he boss has got to have the top stuff. <laughs> so yeah, so for now he has a, for this tour, he has it as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's great. So we, we run this, uh, we have the cabinets, right? But On it stage. goes straight to the, you have like two signals, Two outputs, right? Uh, and then one goes to the to the PA and my ears, and okay. the other one goes to the to the cabinets. But the cabin, cabinets are not marked. Okay. so basically what you hear is coming straight from the hard wow. cortex. It's like it's amazing. It feels, I mean, it just it feels right. You know, I've been playing guitar for a long time, and yeah. uh, real amps, and it just feels right. Just feels. The just technolo- like, the technology technology's like finally
0: the... catching up, where it, yeah. you can't tell the difference.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What uh, to give people an idea of what you're act- like what they might be hearing in the stage or off stage when you're performing, what amps are kind of you guys simulated in here? Like Marshalls or
3: it's diesels?
0: The, basically
3: or one amp, the Friedman. Oh okay. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and And then, then kind of, of course, changing things with effects. Shadows and effects and yeah, yeah. And you like got of a, course
0: your volume control and your pickup selector for changing things too.
3: Exactly. Okay. So what's the clean the clean tone is Friedman too, right? the a Lone Star. Lone Star. Uh, Mesa okay. Boogie, okay. Okay, yeah. So, so, so many Boogie? options, yeah, so many yeah. options. And then the, but the idea, Yeah, but the idea is kind of to make it as a real amp. It's not like every patch has a different amp. Okay. But in real life, you would have one or two heads, mm-hmm. right, in real life, and uh, maybe a booster or a distortion pedal, overdrive, it and the delay. delays and uh, reverbs and chorus, but it's not that every patch has a different, different sound, amp. okay. So we'll be more like, uh, I don't know, Eric Johnson for like a, a, a Marshall and a Fender for the cleans, you know, so that's the way we build the patches here. So one amp, the Friedman for the all the distortion sounds okay. and the clean, the Lone Star. And, uh, and then sometimes I add a booster. Okay. So we have the rhythm patch, we have the yeah. rhythm patch, a gated patch, for the like palm you know palm muting, yeah. some some specific parts of some specific songs. We have the cue patch completely silenced, so in between songs uh, all right. or some parts of some songs yeah. that is, you know, to hear, to avoid any noise, you yeah. know, maybe walking or running on stage and then you, uh, you know, the, the gates is not enough mm. and then you don't want to hear like extra noises, right? Um, so then it's so clean, you know, just the first chord is the first, yeah. it's like in the studio, it's dramatic. right?
1: Yeah, you so no, it. you know whatever
3: <laughs> noise. Uh, so the q, q switch patch, and uh, of course a uh, clean uh, one with chorus, one for some some songs who so have distortion in it with the chorus, like uh, um, Dystopia and Hangar 18 intro. Okay. Um, one with the flanger for the Conqueror Die, but it's always kind of the same. It's like just putting the pedal, the flanger, yeah. or the chorus, you know. But it's always the same amp. Uh, what else? And delays, of course, for the for the leads. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, this and the clean for some some songs. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's it. So maybe like eight or 12, like maybe twelve patches. How many patches do we have? Like twelve patches. I kind of around that. Ten. Ten yeah. patches. Yeah. So that's yeah. not a yeah. crazy yeah. amount. Yeah, because you have like kill kill switch, the the main rhythm, the gated rhythm, the chorus rhythm, the lead the flanger right uh, whatever clean three, three. three leads yeah different wow. volumes and different yeah i mean it could be a way more complicated but yeah. it's still like kind of old school way like yeah you know
0: it's yeah, old it's school a... way in 2022.
3: yeah it <laughs> it's amazing yeah, yeah yeah and then one with the volume right for the song trust that you have the volume but now it's the volume programmed so wow yeah, oh, wow. yeah. You can program everything, right? So, I think
0: yeah. you get to the moon. I think this this uh, probably,
3: device.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kiko, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, it's everyone out there. To be here. Stay safe. Yeah. Keep rocking. Keep Check keep out rock- his YouTube channel. Yes. <laughs> cool.